listening to Cadalacast, brought to you at Pod by Grave Gamer. This is Solid Snake, and you're listening to Cadavercast. So please, pay some damn attention. New Overwatch skins. All Star. I League. haven't seen them. Oh really? Are they yeah. cool? And like oh, Lucio yeah. has like a sun crest on his fucking helmet and <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm really lightheaded. That was full. Oh my god! We can't do that anymore. We can't be doing that anymore. (laughs) We can't be doing this anymore. (laughs) Please, I don't want to do this anymore. We just can't be doing this anymore. Um. My my ears hurt. I have to go. I have to get off. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, you're listening to Cadavercast, clearly. <laughs> you are joined today by your wonderful host, Maz Armageddon and Jay Doomsday. What's up? What's up? Eventually, I won't even talk about how it's my thing anymore. It'll just be my thing. See? What the? <laughs> it just gets weirder. My weirder eyes went cross-eyed for some reason there when I said that. <laughs> so, so huge shout-out. Huge fucking shout-out to David Hayter, um, who I met uh, a weekend ago. Wonderful human. Um, he told me a story about when he was a little boy and one day he hopes that he's going to grow up to be a strong man like he is today. And that day came and I can never be prouder. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, Papa Maz. (laughs) Um, no, he did tell me a story one time, um, how he uh when when he was younger he hopes that one day he can grow up and uh punch keeper sutherland right in the jugular (laughs) no so when i was gonna go meet david Hayter, um justin uh who could not come uh meet david Hayter with me he he texted me the whole time like telling me questions to ask david Hayter, and he was just like to ask him if 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 Kiefer Southern were here right now, who would win in a fight? <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, I'm not gonna ask you that. It's like, come on, dude, who would win in the death battle? Kiefer the Sutherland or David Hayter? Right now, go <laughs> ask him. Go. <laughs> this is fucking hysterical. You don't have to tell anyone. Just it's just for us. He doesn't even have. We won't air it. We won't talk about it. Just, just for us. This is Solid Snake. Listen, don't procure on site. Get your gear from GraveGamer.net. Um, you tell David Hater, I'll take it to the grave. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it was it was really cool meeting him. Um, and he was lovely. He was lovely enough to record some uh some bumps for uh Grave Gamer and Cadavercast. Solid Snake. We met Solid Snake. Uh, snake. <laughs> uh, snake. Come in here, Snake. Uh, pooping. Get pooping for you. Otacon. You guys no. are in luck. Get a whole bunch of poop vid ready to roll for you. Oh my gosh. No, it was really cool. Um, it was very cool meeting David Hater. 
Uh, what else did, ha- did the happens happen? Um, met a bunch of cool local artists. Um, that was really neat. Um, and they were like, oh, your shirt's fucking dope. And I was like, what? This dumb shirt that I'm wearing? <laughs> no, nah, it's cool. It's I wonder who it made cool. it. It's probably some <laughs> idiot. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was the really cool. The artwork's the worst part. It was really nifty. There was a nice little art exchange. Um, I met a bunch of people uh, whose names <laughs> I'll probably it add. It was them. all. I'll add they were names all named Daryl59. It's a new movement in the art scene. You guys don't understand, but <laughs> it's too much to explain right now. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? You told you said something about new Overwatch skins. I just want to see them. Oh, <laughs> live your best life. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking coming at me so hard right now. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Can you not? Thank you. Jesus. Me and Justin, dude, we always go to these fucking bits, dude. Like out of nowhere, he called me earlier and he was just like. He was like, hey. I was like, hello? He's like, no, I don't like that. Do it again. <laughs> hey. And then I was like, hello? Like, <laughs> like emphasize it a little bit. And he was like, nope. And then hung up the phone. <laughs> and then I called him back and I said, and I was like, hey. And he was like, what's up? And I was like, don't ever call me again. And he goes, okay. <laughs> then he calls me back and I'm like, Hey, <laughs> or he says, Hey, and I'm like, what's up? And he's like, don't ever call. <laughs> we just kept, we did this like three times. And the I'll third time, and the third, the third time I, t- I told him, I was like, don't ever call me again. And he's like, I know I was just leaving a voicemail <laughs> asking you not to call me again. And then you called me. So I transferred over <laughs> <laughs> to remind you not to call me not again because i knew you would be too busy talking to me to pick up your phone <laughs> so i was leaving a voicemail <laughs> and i'm like <laughs> and i'm like yeah i knew i knew you would pick up the phone because i was going to tell you not to call me which you wouldn't be doing because i'm calling you <laughs> The endless loop. This is fucking stupid. We're stupid. It never stops. <laughs> it, never, it never ends. <laughs> oh my god. Like a song that never ends, man. <laughs> Whatever happened to Lamb Chops? Oh, that's right. She died. Can we get a moment of silence for Lamb Chops? <laughs> no, real talk. I was in a store the other day and I saw a Lamb Chop chew toy. And I thought to myself, that's I my li- dog's favorite true toy. Really? I literally <laughs> thought to myself, my dog's favorite that like, <laughs> I'm like, this is what became of you. <laughs> <laughs> my God, what have they done to oh you? Oh my God, lamb chop. Now they desecrate your corpse. God damn yeah. you, Hollywood. You just <laughs> fucking use up lamb chop and throw her out just like a useless body. She used to be a symbol of inspiration, (laughs) of hope in this dark world. Her body is not an object. (laughs) Now you feed her to your hounds? (laughs) Dude, I'm not even joking. I'm talking to you right now. I'm looking at two separate lamb chop chew toys. Two of them. (laughs) They're they're literally my dog. That's so funny, dude. One of them's hot pink, though. That one had to go first. My dog decided. <laughs> <Dude>, <laughs> fucked the shit and ate the fucking shit out of it. Dude, I wish I could show you the picture of this fucking toy right now. I just tried <laughs> to pick it up and my dog took it. He's like, <laughs> nope. Like, That's mine. Nope. No one's allowed to look at the corpse that I leave behind. <laughs> that's a funny thing uh, that's uh, about pet toys. You know why squeakers squeak, right? Yeah, because it's supposed to be the sound of an animal screaming. Yeah. Fucking wee cries of a small helpless prey. <laughs> dude, that's fucking demented, bro. But it's yeah, like it's dark, dude. It's primordial. It's dark, that's what dude. they like. Yeah, that's yeah. what they like. Like, look, I'm tickling his stomach right now, and he don't care. He's like, I want to kill this thing. I want you to cry for me. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could 
hear this thing get murdered. <laughs> As I fucking chew and crunch into its bones. Oh my god. Fucking dogs. They're little vicious things, dude. Dude. I mean, yeah. It's fascinating to me because it's just like there's so many things ingrained into a dog's like or just like a, a domestic a domesticated animal's um genome so fucking ingrained that like it carries over into like the domesticated version of it you know what i mean like yeah it's like if you if you play with a cat even if it's like never been in the outside before like if you play with a cat it instinctually like rolls on its back so that way it can like grab you with its like front paws and then it rakes with its back paws right so it brings its back paws up and then it rakes down yeah because like it's supposed to be simulating it disemboweling something (laughs) something into it and like ripping its fucking stomach out dude that's fucked. so like yeah it's yeah it's dark it's dark it's cute as fuck though (laughs) (laughs) oh you little murder machine come here come here come here you just want to disembowel me, me don't kisses you? after he murdered something. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Good boy. Good boy. You smell like death. I think That's it's interesting, too. Cats, um, like uh, house cats, like you can't keep their water bowl near their food. Because in, in wild cats, like, they don't fucking eat near their watering source. Because if, if a decomposing body gets in the contaminate the watering hole the whole pride is fucked fascinating mm-hmm. to me um what else what else about fucking cats they like eating high up that, that way they don't have to fight off other predators yeah exactly it's fucked up have you seen a have you seen pictures of a cat dragging fucking prey into a tree that's just fucked yeah, that's up like- dude Dude, it's crazy how strong they are. They're so fucking strong. It's like, oh my god, terrifying so, creatures. You're so hunky, <laughs> a hunky cat. Fucking terrifying creatures. What are some other terrifying fucking creatures? Sharks. Sharks, absolutely. Fucking underwater like black-eyed sea monsters. Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, the ocean. Teeth. The ocean terrifies me. <laughs> yes. Just be real as fuck. It's horrible. <laughs> The ocean place. is a scary fucking place, dude. It's fucking void of nothingness, of murky, empty. Ugh. And we know like pretty the, much just as much about it as we do space, which is pretty, pretty terrifying in and of itself. That it's that is fucking xenophobic, <laughs> dude. That's crazy, dude. And fucking, you know, them sending like subs deeper and deeper down and like fucking like Oh, there's just a fucking hundred foot long squid down here. Like, (laughs) it's fine. No worries. Everything's fine at the fucking Mariana Trench. I can't wait till I put a suit on and get to go meet it. You know, there's some asshole out there who's like dying to fucking swim with a squid. Go down there him or herself. Yeah, that's fucked up. It's just super fucked. I don't like it. It fills me full of anxiety and fear. It makes me quaky in my boots. I don't fucking like it. Well, you're not being asked to do that. So stop. Right? No one no one's saying, Mavs, why aren't you a marine biologist? And what how's the how fast can we get you in a scuba suit and shove you down into the brimy depths? Nobody's saying that. So, so you know, cool your jets there, sir. <laughs> that's like when people when people start freaking about horror movies that are in like specific locations that don't exist it's like stop crying you're never gonna go to the transatlantic fucking castle of Yugoslavia because it's not a real place we don't have yeah, to worry like about those these har- monsters they like, don't exist like those found footage fucking movies there's like dude I just watched this movie about four hikers who hiked into the fucking Alaskan white waste you know like just fucking yeah well that's what i mean like like it's oh my god that one movie scared me so much why it's not a real place you can never (laughs) accidentally even stumble upon whatever the fuck they've stumbled upon because it doesn't exist have you ever seen troll hunter yeah that movie's dope that's a fucking excellent film dude but that's like a great example of people are like well yeah but that movie's also not like scary it's like just cool it's like it is just cool. It's not scary. But I like movies yeah. like that that like 
Yeah. The concept no, cool. is fear, is kind of fear driven, but it's not that scary. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, it's also just that idea, like how closely are you paying attention to your surroundings? Because like that one, they were like, "There's nothing out here," and he's like, "Look again," and then like the mountains actually the troll, and you're like, "Oh, holy shit!" Yeah, <laughs> I see it now. Whoa. But I mean, once again, though, I was like, I think the first movie that really made me realize that was um, House on Haunted Hill. Because I remember, like, at first I was like, man, that movie is so scary. And then I'm like, wait, that place doesn't fucking exist. I can never get House on Hill, House on Haunted Hill, because it's not real. Like, it's not <laughs> like anyone's ever going to invite me to, like, that asylum, because it's not a real asylum. Right. You know, and I guess I should have also been thinking, like, even if it is a real asylum, now that I know it's so fucked up in there, why would I ever go? You know what I mean? Right. But then I guess another part of me is like, you know, that money would be so sweet. But who knows? Who knows? Jesus. anyway that's the first movie that made me realize that i remember i remember that so vividly to be perfectly honest i was in my so at the time living in florida as a kid and we had like a backyard <laughs> pool and i remember being in the pool at night and just like thinking about that movie and being like oh god i just hope some ghosts don't like start operating <laughs> start fucking with me and fucking yeah, all like, the ghosts I'll show up and they're fucking with the other ghosts and everybody's fucking and with each other videotaping <laughs> i don't even know where the ghost got the camera from but now they're recording my shit and now the ghosts are the doing interweb. a found footage movie in reverse and i don't like yeah. it <laughs> that's what i mean so i was like starting to freak out and then like my little kid brain was like nah dude it's not real you can't oh, you can't even almost, you can't even accidentally go there dude that's a great idea for a movie found footage movie in reverse of ghosts filming people that are scared. <laughs> yeah! And the whole movie is them sneaking around corners and shit, fucking spooking other fucking characters in the movie. Freak the fuck out of these people. Right now, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's so dope being a ghost. I can't even really explain it to you. I'll be fucking I'm just glad. glad dude. I'm just glad the last people we scared left this camera here. So we can fuck around with it. <laughs> and then what other ghosts find the camera or do normal people find the camera like do other ghosts move into the house and be like man i wonder who's haunting this place before hopefully nobody like, hmm. <laughs> did they find the video <laughs> and then the ghosts are spooked about the other ghosts that were previously there that video tape yeah, wow and those other people. ghosts are really fucked up <laughs> Why would they do that? we're never gonna live up to that haunting this house let's oh go haunt another house God. Let's get out of here. <laughs> the hype's too big here. Oh, my God. I told you, Cheryl, not to move out into the country. The country's where weird shit happens. I should have been... stayed in the city where we belong as city ghosts. <laughs> I've been watching an exorbitant amount of um, ghost videos on YouTube. Yeah, because they're cool. I just some of them were terrible. Over and other over of them again. are really unsettling. You're like, wait a minute. Yeah, I watch the creepy ones over and over again. Well, because yeah, it's like out of nowhere, you find like a gem. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You watch like five or six. You're like, oh, this is so dumb. And then you see one, and you're like, wow, I'm unsettled. Like I'm really uncomfortable now with what I just saw. Yeah. What does that mean? What is that thing? There's slow um, it down. What is that thing? <laughs> there's one of my favorite ones. It's like a video of a couple. Um filming their tour of what would be their new apartment and the guy's like showing them around the apartment and they walk up to like the one person's holding the camera and it's like one of those things you can imagine the person filming not noticing these things like maybe actually maybe so fast or something. Yeah. Like, I know that when you're looking, when you're filming something, you are like you on, you know, you're not you're you're either you're looking like at your vision. surroundings, yeah, or yeah, looking but at what you're like you're focusing where your camera is focused at, right? So like although the camera's taking in like the whole perspective of the room, I'm just like if I was trying to show you a video of something, I'm I want you to pay focus to the thing in the center, right? So that's where my eyes are. I'm looking through the lens of the camera to make sure within the lens it's fitting in the center and i'm not really paying attention to the outside things like look how sweet my dresser is that means i'm not paying attention to like my windows or my door because i'm having you focus on my dresser yeah right yeah and the, i think that the funny the crazy thing is too it's like 
in the movement of the camera, you can almost feel what the person was describing they were feeling in the moment where they weren't really even sure what they saw, but they knew they saw something like in the moment where like yeah. they got like a chill, like they like they noticed something out of their corner of their eye. But then when they went to look at it, it wasn't there, yeah. but it was in the video. So like that was the creepy part. Or like that thought alone kind of like got under my skin a little bit. And then the thing that they saw was super creepy too. It was like they were filming this room in the apartment and in the room was a closet. And in the closet, there was like a, a shelf, like a little cubby hole at the bottom. And below it, you could obviously store things and you could put, but you could put stuff on top of the shelf too. It was a really low shelf. And it looked like there were two set, like a set of feet, barefoot, like poking out from under there. And it was Weird. kind of fucked up. Like somebody was like, had some severed feet there. Like there was just fucking this just disembodied feet on in this closet. And she saw it in the camera and she like, you know, pan the camera away. And then like, she almost like looks back at it and she even like turns the camera back at it and there's nothing there. And she kind of says to her boyfriend, her boyfriend kind of like notices and the camera like catches a glimpse of her boyfriend and her boyfriend's like, you okay? She's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then something else weird happens too that only the camera caught where like a door like creaked, you know, like, and it's so funny to me because like doors creaking or opening, they're so easy to hoax, right? Like, it's so super yeah. easy to hoax something like that. But every time I see it, it bothers me. Like, the idea of something moving in a room behind, that, behind someone's back that they don't yeah, fucking but, like, notice. Can we, can, we, can we just break this down real quick? You are a, a, an ethereal being that can pass through solid matter. What are yeah. you using a door for? Right. Like, ghosts are creepy just to be creepy. I don't understand. When you die and then like you did this like, is there like a point where like, all right, you can, you can move on or you can become something new or you can stay here and you just be a dick. You know what I mean? Like, right. cause that's really what it comes down to. It's like, if you're telling me what, what I think you're telling me, that means those feet were essentially standing somewhere where if someone was standing up, they would be like inside of that unit of that shelving unit. Right. Like they'd be like basically in it and their feet are sticking out, which means that dude has the ability to pass through solid matter. Which right. is like apparently like just a common trend with ghosts. So why are they opening and closing doors? Uh, here's what like, I think. What, what, is, what is going on? Here's what I think. I think that what, what, is, what was once there left some sort of ethereal like remnant. Like a trace? Yeah. And that ethereal remnant's like on a loop. And but the the thing that makes it scary is the concept is to me is that the ethereal remnant kind of bleeds over into our reality in some way, shape, or form, where their echo kind of creeps into physical matter reality, where the thing that well, moves was the thing that was there in their life, and they touched it, and things like a door, things like um, cabinets in a in a kitchen or refrigerators are things that people open like two, three, four, five times a day. You know what I mean? Like these are things that they interact with all the fucking time. And I feel like because that energy was exchanged in that, in that way so many times that it like, it almost like it echoes. And but every here, now and again, it bleeds that, into our does... reality and like the, the spirit becomes the idea, I think the idea that scares people subconsciously is that what is this misty ethereal being is now solid in some sense and is now manipulating things in my environment where it's not supposed to be, right? Well, I, I to me, the scary part is, is like what happened that was so extreme that it, that it forced this loop. Right. You know what I mean? Like what... What what took place that where these this moment these moments I'm watching 
that they got preserved whereas all the other because that that same ghost would have opened and closed all the doors in the house numerous times but it's right. stuck in this one one loop where it's like i'm in your closet and now i'm walking out i'm in your closet and now i'm leaving again i'm in your closet and now i'm leaving the room so it's like what happened between that walk from the closet to that door that was so intense that that energy felt is trapped i think that's a good question. I think you would. There's a lot of things that I think. I think it's sort of like a glitch, like you know, like a glitch in the matrix. In the matrix. Yeah, like I, I think it's a sort of complex program that's broken in that area. Like I feel like it's the same concept almost of like a of a program being broken and glitching in a way, right? Like you're using a computer and like a window doesn't close when you click close, maybe it minimizes and then it opens again. It's just like, well, it wasn't supposed to do that. Yeah, but it did. And you kind of brush it off and you're just like, whatever. I think that's what, I think that's what those moments are like little glitches in the matrix. Like, but what, that glitch is made of is is kind of beyond me and it's kind of beyond my wheelhouse of thinking um i, I mean obviously i think we could both agree that it's like some some form of spirit right i guess that's a way to describe it those that would be I mean, these I, adjectives yeah, I, I would use i don't fucking know dude i honestly don't know i mean it also depends like how it's just interesting you believe in well yeah you know what i mean like what what videos you know you, you think are real because those, those are the ones that are like that which are like you know not like super subtle but subtle enough to where it's like it's not malicious but it's also you know inherently creepy and like yeah. what the fuck but then there's the other videos where like these spirits are mean and they do mean stuff like just nasty mean things and are just like terrifying yeah. and then there's other ones that seem just like really innocent where it's just like Oh, there's a kid outside my window. Oh, kid's gone. You know what I mean? But it's like the kid was just like sitting on the swing that's outside my house, and now he's not on the swing anymore. Right. And every every Tuesday, that kid's on my swing, and then he's not on my swing anymore. So it's like I don't know, like what makes what makes you know. And then then this like obviously derails into like you know oh that spirit was so evil you know that energy was so evil in this life that it's manifested it's just evil and then it's like and this is just that that memory a memory so pure that now it just fucking it resonates out and then maybe it gains its power because now it's become a memory on top of other people even though it wasn't part of their timeline like now i remember the ghost boy so his that energy continues to perpetuate itself yeah you know so i i don't i don't know ghost ghost things are cool they're also just strange and it's also just one of those things where it's like start to cross into cross those lines of like what is a spirit and you know is is how can energy have personality even is really like my question like yeah the, the evil ones it's like if it is just evil like if there was a presence that was so dark and so hideous embodied in something and then that person dies and it's still there why is it still acting like this person you know what i mean like because it's yeah. it's obviously not this person anymore. It's that it's his energy. Like that's I I mean, I love that stuff. I really do. I just I just honestly don't know how I feel about a lot of it. I just I just enjoy it. I just know I I like it because it makes me feel makes me feel uncomfortable or you know makes me kind of just think about things differently for a little. little yeah, bit. yeah, for sure. I had this idea just now. What we were oh you were talking about all that of like i don't know i kind of i see these things in my head that just i guess the best way to describe them is like scenes in a movie that's not written so like yeah. i just have these scenes that play out in my head that like kind of um i guess further embellished concepts that i'm like talking about in conversations like this so like when someone's staring at you and you're in the middle of a conversation and you're like wondering what's going on in their head, I'm telling you what's going on in my head as like I'm listening to you. So I'm seeing these two guys in like an apartment and you were talking about the kid on the swing and I thought that was such a creepy thing to see like from an apartment window and like have this like little kitty playground in like a back area that you could see from your window. 
Yeah. And it's like her urban neighborhood. And like these two guys in an apartment uh, complex and they're in the apartment and they're talking to each other. The one guy's telling them about the ghosts in his apartment building. And the guy's like, dude, you're awful chill about it. You know? And then the other guy's just like, yeah, it's just, it's fine. I'm, I got used to it. It was spooky at first, but now it's just whatever. And, um, you know, the other guy's like, what the fuck? That's, I can't even think. What do you mean, whatever? And he goes, like, right now, like, look out the window. And he looks out the window, and there's a little, a little, like, a little creepy kid. Let's just call him a creepy little Asian kid. In, like a red sweater <laughs> sitting on the, on the swing. Little pale face, kind of just looking at the ground, swinging. And, Sounds like a cat. Yeah, and... And well, you can't you can't see her from that distance, but let's let's just say if you guessed, you know, and it was true, it wouldn't surprise you. Um, yeah, you'd be like, no, that makes sense. And yeah. the and the guy goes to the other guy, don't take your eyes off him. And the guy's like, dude, this is really weirding me out. And he's just like, no, no, nothing scary is gonna happen. I'm just asking you not to take your eyes off him. And then he goes, how long do you think it would take to walk from that swing to? off of the playground, away to a point where you Out of sight. couldn't see him anymore. The guy's like, hmm. And he stares a little bit longer and he goes, hmm. I don't know. Maybe a minute tops? Cool. Yeah, but when he says like a minute tops, he turns and looks at the dude, right? No, like, and that, that's what like I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And he puts his hands so he up goes, like, I don't know. And he looks at his friend like a minute tops and then he looks back and he's like, gone. Fucking yeah. He's fucking kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah or but like I've the guy would be like count to 15 and then look back at him <laughs> yeah. you know well that was like i he mean look I, back so, he's not there and the swing still kind of like swinging a little bit yeah just like slowly rocking still like there was someone swinging but they're gone now yeah they're gone but Only one like, of the two swings are like moving i've been uh i've been reading like just ghost stories and okay. uh one of them has one where like I'm not going to go into too much detail because it's not it's not a lot, but it's just in order to get the full thing. But essentially, it's that idea of like these people live with this ghost and all it does is every day it opens this like door that's connected to like um, like a Harry Potter <laughs> where Harry Potter lived. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. This, like, like a, you know, a little, space a little whatever, cross under space under the stairwell. Yeah. Yeah. So every every morning they wake up and this door is always open. So the husband like buys a chain to latch it because he's like, that doesn't make sense. And then like it opens one day and their house has always been said to be haunted. And they're like, oh my God, our house really is haunted. What the fuck? And then like the, the guy's brother comes and he uh he's a fisherman. So he's up at dawn and he goes out behind their house and they have this beautiful pond and he sees this guy sitting out there just fishing and he tries talking to the guy but the guy won't answer and then he like goes and he's like oh i almost forgot to ask and he turns around and the guy's gone like even like there's just nothing there and then they hear from the locals that the guy who used to live in their house was like a really you know love fishing fish every day and he kept all his prized lures and stuff like that in that crawl space so like they come to the conclusion that basically this dude is just even in death is still fishing every single day and that he wakes up and that he goes to the crawl space and he gets his ghost fishing shit and he goes out to the lake and he fishes. And um, they even talk about how at first it really bothered them, but they realize like, he's just, he's not hard. He's not like making a mess of things and he's not. So they've just come to live with him. He's just like a resident in their home. And they just acknowledge the fact that every morning they're going to wake up and have to close that door because he's going to open it to get his fucking fishing stuff out. That's so, so funny. Yeah. But that's like, it's like that idea of like, they even say like, you know, at first it was like really unsettling and they weren't sure they could stay in the house. And then it just kind of became like, well, what's really the big deal? You know what I mean? Like what? It's not like he's like hurting us or even like, you know, standing at the foot of our bed. We don't even see him. You know what I mean? Unless we go out to the lake. And even when we do, it's just him fishing. It's not like he's, you know, like spooking us. You know, like the brother didn't notice anything even wrong with him. Like not even like where it's like he was eerie and he made me feel uncomfortable. It was unsettling. It was like, no, it was just some dude fishing. And then I fished and then I realized, oh, shit, that dude's not, he's not fishing. No yeah. More. So I don't like, know, but there's something kind of like heartwarming about that almost. Well, that's where it got to. 
because it got to the point where the brother the brother-in-law um they were like all right your trip's almost done um and they did, you know kind of came to the conclusion like yeah there's that guy fishing it's very strange so yeah. the brother brother-in-law tr- decided to like do an experiment he went out to the fishing store and he bought like 20 dollars worth of like new bait and tackle and lures or whatever yeah and he went back and the woman who owns the house with her husband is like what are you gonna you know not unusual for him to go out and you know spend money yeah new fishing stuff he he loves to fish but he leaves it in there for the the old man ghost and the next day he wakes up and he's like all smitten with himself and she's like what's up and he's like the stuff is gone like he took it he he was like and she even claims that she heard like a strange like almost like a like a like a whooping noise like someone like woohoo like one of those kind of things like the ghost saw him like apparently got like super fucking you know stoked about it and took him out and used him i guess i don't fucking know but like that's what they alluded to and it's like now we just live with it it's kind of nice to know that we have this little old man fisherman ghost with us what the fuck yeah that's that's what i mean so yeah so i don't know like it's once again like it's that idea of like um you know like what 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 like makes a ghost a ghost? You know what I mean? Like what? Like is this dude stuck in an infinite loop, or is he actively fishing? Because at first it sounded like he's stuck in a loop. Now it sounds like he's actively saying like, I don't want to move on because I want to keep fishing for forever. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. now I can just fish for forever. Um, and he retain even though essentially, if, you know, depending on how you look at it, like if you believe in souls, then he would still be himself. But if you just believe it's energy, then that that whole thing is just you know then that's like even stranger now because it's like yeah. what the fuck why is this energy adamant about fishing when it can't actually physically catch anything you know what i mean because yeah. it's fishing with like a ghost rod like right. I, I don't even like necessarily even understand what he did with it. like i get being excited but does that mean he pulled it into the the world like the other side with him was he like oh shit yeah. sweet i can now use these on 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 my side i'll just bring them here and if that's the case then couldn't he do that to other people and be like you guys can essentially live here forever too. I can just fish and you guys can just live here. I'll pull you into this too. Like you see what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there's so much, and I've read like a bunch of ghost stories, like a bunch of them at this point. Cause like, that'd be my, funny. My if, works like, at the library and she just keeps bringing me new ghost books. So like, I've been just been reading a lot of ghost books, but like, I don't know, like in each story has that same kind of thing where it's not consistent. Like there's no consistency with ghost stories. It's like, it's like, oh, this man was so evil that his energy now haunts this place, and now it's just evil in this place, and the whole place is just evil. Yeah. And there's other things where it's like, he was such a bad man that now he himself still hangs out here. It's not just, it's not the house itself that's evil. It's this one guy, and he just fucks up your shit, like breaks your dishes and leaves the stove on and yeah. know, pees on the seat. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> Peace on the toilet seat. <laughs> so like, fucking dick. You know what I mean? But like, I don't know. I don't know. To be honest, the more ghost stuff I read, the more conflicted I feel about like the whole thing. Because yeah. like, sometimes it'll be like, and it ended up being nothing more than a child who was upset in his past life. So they just left blocks out and now the ghost is pacified. And it's like, what? I'm like, what are you talking about? And it was like, yo, or, we thought it was an or, evil spirit. Or, uh, and we found out it was just an old man living in the woods behind our house. And I mean, seriously, though. Let's coming be, in our house, real, and he keeps checking under the fucking, because he's senile, and he just fucking. But I feel like we hear about that shit, too. Like, I've read stories where that, where people are like, we thought we were haunted, because, like, all this weird, like, shit started going missing, and, like, certain things were, like, opening and all this other shit it ended up being like a homeless dude that like fucking was squatting in their attic you know what i mean like yeah they found like this this fake wall that they didn't even know they had in their home and back there's like all the shit they're missing and like a random mattress and like a whole bunch of poop you know what i mean and yeah. it's like what the fuck there's no ghost it's just some creeper <laughs> he's been like watching us sleep and eating and doing weird shit in our house so like which to me is even scarier than a, i'd rather have a ghost i'd rather have you know a I mean? ghost for sure give me a goddamn ghost i don't want a fucking vagrant just like <laughs> eating up all my fucking cheerios and shit and doing weird shit in my house you know what i mean like what the hell is that about dude i ghost any day 
ghosts all ghosts day, day, every day. Yeah. That shit would be fucked up, bro. I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, dude. Scooby Doo portrait motherfucking eyeball removed. That's what I'm talking about, dude. <laughs> or just back there listening to me do everything. I don't like that. Just listen None to my it. life like and not interacting like with me at all. It's about like it. you always you always hear like people be like, Man, when I'm in this room, I get this strange feeling like somebody's watching me. You know what I mean? Like it's just like there's somebody I can feel their eyes on me. And it's like, it must be this ghost. Hell no, it's some some fucking beggar dude like <laughs> looking through a crack you never even noticed. <laughs> Watching you like play with your ding dong, dude. Like you don't even fucking know what's going on. And this dude's up there like, yeah, this is the good shit. You know what I mean? Like Jesus. I don't even know. King, and then then you gotta think, can ghosts even be pervy? Because now you gotta think, what if there's pervert? Oh, what if there's pervert ghosts? <laughs> I don't like that you know I mean? either. Like, like fucking getting ghost jizz all over my face and i don't even know because it's ghost jizz i could have ghost jizz on my chest right now i don't even know i could have a fucking forehead full of fucking ghost spunk there could be like six ghosts in here bukkaking me right now i don't even fucking know maybe that's the thrill of being a ghost you to just do whatever the fuck you want nobody even nobody fucking knows you get to just jerk off on everything. Just shit on somebody's <laughs> lap. Ha! Oh Ghost my god. Asshole. Instead of it getting cold, you get a hot flash because it's a fucking warm dump Ooh. in your garage. <laughs> my dick just got really warm. What? I don't know. It's like a ghost thing. <laughs> oh my god! That's, so that's really funny. what the the chills are, dude. Uh, <laughs> ghost semen is freezing cold. Shoot it all down your back. Beam you right in the back of the head with ghost jizz, and it just drips down your back. Oh my god. Oh shit. I think about that too. Like when you die, like, do you get that option? And if you do, and and then I thought about I really did think I've I've thought about this actually a few times. If I was a ghost, I'd probably be a dick. I don't see why not. (laughs) I'm a ghost. You have there's literally no consequences to you. No, there's not. Who's coming for me? Unless they like fucking get Unless there really is something to be scared of, a fucking preacher guy shows up, fucking blesses your ass. And then like, what? Sends me no! to, to. I had so much tomfoolery yet to commit. Like, I don't even understand. Like, he's back in the nether realm now. He, he's, his soul is at rest. In he wasn't nether happy. Realm. In, in the depths of Hades. Wait, no, no, wait, what? Well, the phantoms there eat, feast on the souls of ghosts. <laughs> it's like, you know how they, okay, so those um, mockumentary films, you know, yeah. so like VHS came out. Oh, I love it. Yeah, but then it kind of, obviously Blair Witch spawned all this shit, right? But like, right. I feel like VHS came out and it kind of was one of the ones that like spawned that we don't have to have a mockumentary be an hour and a half long. They can be like 20 minute shorts. You know what I mean? Cause like, oh, yeah. we can essentially keep watching tapes. You know what I mean? We don't have to stick to this format with only one story. Like we can right. cram like 10 stories in. So like I've, I've watched quite a few of those and I've watched some really bad ones. And um, sometimes the bad ones have like pretty good storylines, but everything about them is just so atrocious that you're like, whatever. But in this one, there's this guy and he i can't remember if it's dreams or if he like had a near-death experience and realized there was something on the other side but it wasn't like heaven or hell it was like fucking lovecraftian like it was fucking strange so uh, he wants i dude i'm getting a boner just thinking about it i love lovecraftian stuff dude well that's what i mean so like he starts inducing himself like into this dream state and they are like in this like warehouse he's like we have to like be sealed off so that way like i can focus on this and he's like with an assistant and like they put him under and out of nowhere like weird shit starts happening and then of course like in the beginning it's like it's like 
little weird shit. You know what I mean? Like the bed moves that he's laying in or like the camera will like turn itself away from what they're videotaping. They're like, what's going on? And they're like, good, we're getting proof. We have to keep pushing the limits. You know what I mean? So like they eventually get to this point where like they see this other being and it's hideous and it's like completely frightening and it like comes at them and then like right before it gets to them it like disappears and the the assistant's like oh thank god and he's like that thing almost killed us and the guy's like that's i don't feel like it was trying to hurt us i feel like it was running away from something and the guy's like what could that thing possibly have been afraid of and then like that is like the big moment because you're like oh shit like because the thing's really fucked up like it's crazy looking like it's like this hideous hideous creature and like i said at first you think it is running but then like the you know as they like push on further you start to realize like these things aren't necessarily coming after them they're running away and they're realizing that every time they put this guy under he's acting like a beacon to this other thing that is apparently like a million times worse than all the things they're seeing right oh, then. And that's there. that's even Lovecraftian like like delivery right there in form, you know. Because yeah, that's, well, that's what I mean. It was a pretty cool story. What, like, it was Lovecraft actually Lovecraft is famous for. It's just fucking like writing a story that like and the thing the is the rabbit hole inside the rabbit hole. <laughs> you're, you're like, what is it? Oh, I don't yeah. like it. What? What is? Yeah. What's my there? Brain, my imagination's terrible. Yeah, I'm a horrible human being. But yeah. But yeah, it gets essentially <laughs> they realize like they get stuck like in this place and that they can't stop it from calling out to this thing and this thing is coming. And like these other things in their effort to get away are like just destroying anything in their path. So it's yeah. not even necessarily like they're coming after them. It's like get the like you have to shut yourself down. Like they're essentially coming after them because they're like turn the fucking beacon off. You know what I mean? Like you're calling this thing and it's like the worst so like the they come up with like this solution how to get them because they end up getting stuck in the fucking parallel reality like in the it's not a parallel i shouldn't even call that in the other plane of existence like the alternate like yeah you know a, a concurrent reality that's like the fourth dimension as opposed to just the third or like this whatever you want the fuck you want to call it so they do that and they realize how to get out the problem is is they like do this thing and it extracts just the assistant because the guy like the main professor is you know who's the one who's getting put under and who's like reaching out to the other universe plane of existence or whatever he dies he dies throughout the thing so in order to save themselves the assistant does this process that they came up with to help pull them both out but it only pulls out the one person. The only problem is when the person pulls out of the other plane of existence, she's like talking. She sees she she like opens this door and she gets she opens the door and gets out. And outside, it's I if I remember correctly, it's her and him before they went in to do the experiment. And she's like, "Wait, what the fuck?" And then she tries like talking to them and like it's like she's a ghost and then what if you think back to the start of the movie they're like about to go inside and like some weird shit happens to where like a can falls over and they're like oh it's just whatever you don't even think much of it but then when you're watching it later she's the one that hits the can and somehow she can impact the can but she can't impact her own self it's like one of those weird things where it's like they're in a loop and this was like always meant to happen kind of thing do you get what oh, i'm saying yeah i don't like that so, I don't know. I don't know. Rabbit hole that's in a rabbit hole. We found this rabbit hole by going into the rabbit hole that this rabbit hole resides in. I don't like it. I don't want to be here. I'm not supposed to be here. Yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. I was going to say, um, I need to watch Flatliners again. Because <laughs> I, keep, I keep thinking about that movie we've been talking lately and i just it keeps something keeps reminding me about this movie flatliners i feel like there's something in that movie that i'm missing i need to rewatch it it's just they keep going to the other side and they keep seeing shit and then that shit follows them because they've seen it got it flatliners their whole plot you're done you're welcome you're, you're done <laughs> <three hours. laughs>
you're gonna watch the old one and then you're gonna watch the remake and there it's there was it a remake there was a remake mm-hmm. they just basically like re-released that film i feel like three Did years I ago or something it? like that I don't know. I don't know. I feel like at this point, that premise is like just having so many times the idea of like purposefully killing yourself so that way you can see what happens since they have the ability to pull you back. And there's always that one person where it's like, you only got, you know, five minutes on the other side and they're doing it. And then all of a sudden it's like, what was that noise? Oh shit, it's the cops. You have to pull Jason out. This is a three-person job, and Tanya's checking on the cops. Oh, God. Jason's been under now for like 10 minutes. And then Jason comes back. He's like, Jason, what happened? And it's either Jason is like, I can't even talk about it. Or it's like, that's not Jason. Who came back? Oh, shit. Came back for Jason. You know what I'm talking about, though? Like, Like, that's like, I like it. I feel like that's usually the premise of those types of films. Like, he comes back and it's like, I'm fine, guys. Really, I'm fine. And it's like, have you guys noticed Jason's kind of acting strange? And it's like, well, yeah, you'd be acting strange, too, if you died for 20 minutes. And it's like, yeah, I guess you're right. And then all of a sudden, they, like, catch Jason doing, like, really weird shit. And it's like, that's not Jason. Who are you? I like it. And he looks and he's like, but those movies are always so funny when shit like that comes up dude because like they always got that one friend who for some reason knows this like language that only two people in the entire world right now fucking i know that language he's speaking sumerian yeah Wait I studied. My grandfather college. was Navajo. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Like, there's yeah. always that one part where it's like, right before Jason killed himself, he drew this symbol on the floor. Wait a minute, I've seen this before. <laughs> My great great grandmother's house. She was a pharaoh. You know what I mean? Like what? What the fuck are you like, talking about? <laughs> he was a pharaoh. Uh, I remember my bit. dad used to have this tattooed on his butt. <laughs> Why are you looking at your dad's butt? That's not important right now. What's important he is that this was tattoo is tied to my family. <laughs> oh this is the God. old forgotten symbol of Anubis. If it's forgotten, how do you know about it? Well, I mean, not completely forgotten. Just most people don't. Most people don't know about it. That's all. And it's always, I always feel like they pick college kids on purpose because it's such a vehicle to be like, I'm curious. I think I might know someone who can help. And then there's a professor, right? There's always like a professor. And they always try and make it seem like they're not in trouble. Hey, professor, what's this mean? Oh, I haven't seen one of these in years. I wrote my dissertation on this. This is the symbol for the what is supposedly the Book of the Dead. It's said if you draw this symbol somewhere, it calls on the most malevolent spirits in all of the world, and they come down, and they replace you with a shadow version of yourself. And that shadow version's purpose is to entice other shadow versions to inhabit the bodies of those around it to eventually bring about the end of the world and suck everything into the shadow zone. <laughs> Child's myth, though. And then there's always that one part where they're like, <laughs> and they're all nervous. But professor, let's say somebody really did do this. How do they stop it? Oh, you don't stop it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, it never stops. Not until everyone's been consumed. And then that's where, like, okay, so it's so funny in these types of movies because that's where the path, but it's like the choose your own adventure. Remember. (laughs) Exactly. 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 So, like, this is where the path diverges because, like, either the professor goes, There was a colleague of mine who said that he found a manuscript that talked about how to shut down the shadow zone. But I haven't spoken to him in years. That's one path we go on, right? We go find the the, the cuckoo fucking ex-friend of the professor who's like, you open the shadow zone? I already know. And like, 
I'm doing everything I can. Or you idiots, you know, you dumb kids always play with magic. You don't understand that. Or the professor's like, gets all of a sudden like real curious. Like, where did you say that you found this symbol again? And they're like, we gotta go. And then they like fucking take off. And then he follows them. And he's like, my God, you've, you've really done it. You've really done it. And then he helps. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like at this point, I've watched so many of these fucking movies. That it's, it's, <laughs> they all have it's the become same like, kind of trope. Yeah, dude, it's become like borderline impossible to throw a curveball at me at this point. Like, like all of them, all of them just always like, it, there's there's only so many paths we can take. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, it's like it's like the choose your own adventure book. Eventually, you start to realize that like, all the choose your own adventure books essentially have the same adventure. We're going on the same adventure like a thousand times. It's like you're going into a haunted house. What do you take? A piece of string, a baseball bat, or a dog whistle. And it's like, mm, I think I'm going to go with the dog whistle. And it's like, you have the dog whistle now. You're in the house, blah, blah, blah. This happens, that happens. Oh, ghost dog. Did you choose the whistle, the bat, or the fucking string? And it's like, well, I chose the whistle because it's so fucking innocuous. There's no, like, why would you even include that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why would you even include a dog whistle? So all of a sudden, it's like, the same thing in those types of films where it's like we're driving down the street and we meet this weird girl and the weird girl says weird shit in our car and then the weird girl dies but now all of a sudden weird shit's happening to us and then we have to go back to the place where we were driving and then it's like oh that weird girl yeah she was really fucking weird and here's why and then all of a sudden we find out like oh, all that weird shit she said yeah that's real I love so I love we weird person enters stage left to tell creepy fucking you know ominous. exactly exactly <laughs> no whole town won't speak about weird girl then comes in other weird character like, <laughs> you're talking about Jezebel what do you know about Jezebel <laughs> I used to know her. away yeah. a long time ago. And then someone will be like, he'll, they'll be like, they'll be like, tell us more. And he'll be like, I've already said too much. And I'll try and walk away. And one of them will grab him and be like, hey, come on, help us out here. And then he'll look at their hand and they have like some weird mark appearing. She's branded you. You can't get away from her now. You can't. She's branded you. <laughs> what does this mean? It's showing up on all of us. Oh, I can't help you. Oh, God, you touched me. She'll be coming for me now. What have you done? And all of a sudden, it's like, and then now that's the whole movie. It's like, all right, well, we kind of got an idea of what's going on. And it's like, oh yeah, she worked at a monastery. She was cleaning up a monastery that nobody goes to anymore because all the nuns were beaten up by some dude there, and so they all moved. And now that place is haunted by evil, angry nuns. nuns. That you gotta burn this into fucking people. Jesus. That's great. I don't know. This is great. This has been a great talk. I love this. This is wonderful. And tummy hurts. No, no, all my doors are opening. All my doors are opening and closing. <laughs> oh my goodness. I just got a chill. There's ghost juice on my back. <laughs> I have to shower. Get a little uh get a little uh on my neck. <laughs> I kind of wish um it's funny though because now that we've talked about this that's before okay do you so just real this is real quick i promise do you remember when six cents came out the six cents i love the six cents and i love that it came out and i love all the jokes about it as well yes well i'm saying okay so do you remember when he's like you know when you feel a chill that's like when a ghost is around yeah you remember that like that's uh, that was like to me that was the movie that kind of made that like it explained it like it, it always it happened in all the other movies where it's like oh i've got to chill and it's like oh weird shit's about to happen but he was like since he can see them and talk to them he's kind of like he understands it so he's like that means they're like upset you know whether they're like panicking or they're angry he's like that's you know when they're a, when a ghost emotion is so much it affects like the temperature of the room to the point where it like the body like recoils you know what i mean so like i always walked around and i kind of carried that so when i got a chill i'd be like "Ooh, there's a pissed off ghost in this room right now or like on the stairs 
But now that we've talked about that, every time I feel fucking chill, what I think about is like some ghost like standing on a banister. Like, <laughs> just like fucking <laughs> <laughs> boom. <laughs> Take that, cute boy. Huh? Wink, wink, you bitch. Oh, hey, go lay in bed with that all over your back. Get it all up in those sheets. Don't worry, my buddy will be around oh to help add to it in a little bit. That's all we do is ghosts. Jerk off on everything. Who cares at this point? We're dead. Oh, my God. That's good Avercast. <laughs> good night. Ghost jizz. Sleep tight with a little <laughs> bit of ghost jizz. <laughs> Rolled up. You're, you're a little ghost jizz burrito. That's what you are. You just go do that tonight. <laughs> we all are, apparently. So don't worry about it. We're all in that boat. And when we die, we get to man the helm. <laughs> so don't worry about it. <sighs> this is Solid Snake, and this is brought to you in part by Grave Gamer.